Welcome. This is LinkedIn for Business, the podcast. In this podcast series, you will learn everything you need to know of how to use LinkedIn to grow your business. Whether it's about LinkedIn advertising, pages, organic, employer branding, employee advocacy, or personal branding, everything you need to know will be talked about during those episodes. So after every episode, I'm pretty sure there's something you can take away and implement right away in your LinkedIn strategy. Enjoy listening to this episode. Hi, Erica. Welcome. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for your nice invitation. Well, it's great to have you. People are listening. Uh, Erica and I have been connected for a couple of years now. And uh, she's a great LinkedIn uh, expert in the area of pages and employer branding and somebody I personally look up to when it comes down to building a business around LinkedIn. So I'm very excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited as well. And hello from Switzerland, from Lucerne. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. And uh, I have a list of questions for you. You're the first guest in the brand new name of this podcast series, which is called LinkedIn for Business now. But we're still going to talk about personal branding, of course, and some other elements related to that. So I'm very curious to hear more about your experience, but also about your business and what it is that you do. So maybe you can do a short introduction about your business and uh, link that to what, what, what personal branding what type of role personal branding plays for you within that business? Yeah, thank you. So congrats on the new um, name. Awesome. And um, yeah, so I'm Erica Kessler. I'm a LinkedIn strategist, trainer, coach, lecturer, and speaker. <laughs> I support organizations, mid-size and large. I support CEOs for their um, positioning as well as sales, marketing, and recruiter teams. Um, yeah, and I empower and educate them um, strategically to support all the company goals. Nice, and you must be very busy, I assume. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. Yeah, and, and how, how does personal branding plays a role? Because you talk about LinkedIn, so I assume people find you via LinkedIn as well? Yes, 365 days a year <laughs> with keywords, with hashtags. Um, either um, they add my name or a keyword or a hashtag on LinkedIn search. So not everyone knows that. And my clients are always quite surprised oh, are they really looking for us? <laughs> or, yes, and they really do. So I can um, tell everyone it works, but you need to have the right keywords, of course. And then what is also key to share relevant content in the newsfeed. So to only have like a strategic, authentic, goal-oriented LinkedIn profile, yes, it's not a resume. <laughs> you, you will be found but it's like to be in neutral in Switzerland. So it's like behind the scene and you are not active. So to get out of the comfort zone, share content 
or comment on other relevant posts. So you get some visibility via LinkedIn. Um, you will get connection requests. Um, you can um, have more business and gain more leads or attract more talents or whatever your goal is for the students. Um, the employers will reach out to them. So this is really key. Yeah, and this is part of the personal brand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and how do you do that for your own business? Like, do you have a, a content calendar or a plan on what to share when? Or do you just post when you feel like you have something to say? How does that work for you? Okay, I have a content marketing strategy, which is a mix. So I do not share a lot of content but I share high quality content and I think less is more. And I do that strategically because especially in small Switzerland <laughs> compared to um, Amsterdam where you are, for example, or the US, you can share more content, but here it's like so many people, they see it. So this is my strategy and this is who I am. And this is what suits well to me. <laughs> and then, but I engage a lot. So when I share content, I reply to all the comments, I build my network, I reach out, and I do something with the results. And um, so the content are like the LinkedIn newsletter. So um, this year I'm creating more um, LinkedIn newsletter editions, some in German, some in English some on my personal profile and some on my company page. And this is really um, worth of um, weight of gold. Always when I share a LinkedIn newsletter edition, um, I gain a lead and if it fits well together, then it's a new client. Wow. So really sharing in-depth content for the relevant target audience is amazing. Then I also go sometimes out of my comfort zone. So um, <laughs> I went to the nice Swiss mountains, um, just close to Lucerne. And then I shared some authentic smartphone pictures um, without makeup, without having the nice hair. And, um, and then I could see that I attracted different people, especially from my network. And then they reached out. So... Yeah, and then I also share external content so that I'm not always creating my own content because, of course, that needs time. <laughs> and um, so I also share external high-quality content, like from Forbes or Social Media Examiner based in San Diego, where I learned a lot about LinkedIn marketing and social media. And, um, yeah, it needs to be a really relevant and good mix, which um, also shows my voice, my personality, and I'm really attracting the right businesses um, and organizations. And I inspire, and this is what I hear all the time. But usually behind the scene, like LinkedIn messengers, you know. <laughs> and then they're like, wow, Erica, you inspire me. And I was like, why don't you never comment? Oh, I can. And what should I say? Yeah, just say what you told me. And um, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. And I love what you just said, like, in, in small Switzerland, it's not, it's not necessary to post a lot. I think that says a lot about understanding who your network is and the audience you try to reach. I think that links perfectly to like, those questions that I think we both get quite often, like, 
when should I post? What is the right time to post? And an answer to everybody. It's like understand when your audience is active or not, or what they would like to see or not. And similar to what you said, if if in small Switzerland it's more common and better to post less, why follow somebody who says you need to post more when you know better what your audience wants to see and wants to receive? Yes. And also um, regarding the timing and when to share. First, try it out. And secondly, as an example, the CEOs are usually online early in the morning, like between 6 and let's say um, 7.80 a.m. And also in the evening, if they have kids, when the kids are in bed, like between 8 and 10 or 11. And mostly... I also see that on LinkedIn messengers when I have the active status online because I'm connected with quite a few of CEOs and um, they're online on Saturday morning and Sunday evening a lot. Many of them are online Sunday morning or Sunday evening. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when they reply, when they engage in the news feed or accept the connection request, so yeah, and it's it's it has to do with the culture, with the level of the stakeholder um, you talk to, and um, yeah, and I sometimes always say do it differently than your competitors or um, other experts, so you really can stand out. And sometimes I share a post on Saturday morning. I don't care if I have one hundred views or five thousand views. Why? <laughs> I want to position myself. I want to inspire and share um, my expertise, um, engage and ask a question or whatever it is. And then, of course, I like to attract the right potential clients. So I don't need 30,000 views and I have like no lead. I'd rather have 500 views and I have the best lead ever. So, yeah. So what do you think, Wendy? Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, I always get a bit frustrated by those like conversations about oh my reach dropped and oh um, I'm seeing less engagement and I'm like yeah okay but what happens behind the scenes right are you still generating business when you're not generating business this is where something needs to change but not necessarily about the reach or the engagement no I completely agree with you it's it's all about the end goal like and, and for people who are listening who don't have a business or are not like a business owner you can have another objective as well. If you want to find another job or you want to find new prospects or you want to um, get a promotion and connect with interesting professionals, whatever your objective is, it's all about achieving that objective and not getting as many eyeballs on your posts as possible. Get the right ones. And um, if you want to be an influencer, then reach it might be one of your KPIs. But in any other situation, it's... Is not that relevant. So I completely agree with you. Yeah. And people also unfollow you, of course. When you share too much, I hear that in Switzerland. Oh, they share like three times a day or they share six times a week. And this is so much. Yes, unfollow them, unconnect. And yeah, so they are different um, people. Of course, the ones they want to sell a lot. <laughs> and maybe don't have long-term commitment with the client, that's fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. But all the others, um, it's better to share less and engage. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Reply absolutely. to the comments or also comment on other posts. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you mentioned as well that you have a LinkedIn page for your own business. Um, what do you think the role plays of a LinkedIn page? Because I, I hear people saying like, there's no future for LinkedIn pages. You should put not you should not put any effort into those because you have a website and then you have the profiles of your employees and your own profile. How do you see that place of a LinkedIn page? Okay, I have um, different um, LinkedIn pages actually. <laughs> of course, um, Erica Kessler LinkedIn for leaders, and then I also launched the LinkedIn company page. I'm also um, um, I launched the dog business last year in 2022 so it's joyful dog life so i launched that page as well then i have um, focus pages like linkedin events so people always ask where are you a speaker um we want to be in the audience so that's why i also launched that page and it's really a must for everyone so for me it's a clear strong message why for the logo is shown on the personal profile twice, just on the right side of your profile picture or just on the right side below the um, graphic banner. So if you don't have a company page, which is sometimes I get asked about that too, free. You do not need to pay for the company page. So the name will, be, will appear there, but no logo. So what I always say is, although you're a well-known organization, as an example, the LinkedIn view is that you are a startup on LinkedIn because you don't have the logo yet. <laughs> yeah, so who wants to be a startup if it is like a mid-side or large organization? So the last nine years, I trained many organizations to... Um, to launch professionally, strategically, a LinkedIn business page. Then at the experience section, the logo is shown as well because you can connect it to the company page. You can click on it, you land directly on the business page. And what is really great, and this is so underestimated because many don't know it, you can add the website link which is really prominently shown and you get clicks on your website. And this is where a lot is happening. <laughs> you, you attract um, talents, um, leads get more information, um, exhibition attending or whatever it is, reading a blog post, look who the CEO is, the board members and so on, the recruiter. And um, yeah, so it's really important. So for me, it doesn't matter like, you're now newly a solopreneur <laughs> in Amsterdam. So you launch your business page this March and um, maybe one day you will have some employees. And um, so what I recommend to everyone is create a business page strategically, um, share three posts. Maybe they don't have the resources, they don't have the time, the knowledge is missing or they are experts, they can hire, of course. And then um, they have a company page with adding value with three posts at least. Yeah, and all the competitors are there as well usually. 
or most of them. So you are also where your competitors are and otherwise they do really more business than you. Yeah. So what are your thoughts, Wendy? Yeah, I completely agree with everything you said. And I think it's good to know that LinkedIn has launched those pages in the first place with four different goals. It's to build brand awareness, as you said, being there, having a presence on LinkedIn. It's uh, connecting with your community. So generating followers and have the possibility to really connect with them. Like with polls, you can have interactions and ask them like what their opinion is, what their input is. Um, it's there, of course, to attract talent, as you said. So people will visit your page because they want to work with at your company or maybe in the future and to generate leads. And I think it's one of those unique places where you can achieve those four completely different goals who are, of course, linked to each other because they're all linked to your business. But I think when done right, it's incredible what you can do with this, with this page. Because if one post can have an influence on attracting talent and also generating leads, then it's a no-brainer to have a page, I think. And I think a lot of companies don't understand how much value a page can bring because they just see it as an extra piece of work and they need to put in some effort in finding content, creating it. But when you explain them like this is what you can get out of it and it's just a matter of being there for your for your own community, then it's a no-brainer there. If your competitors are there and you're not, you're, you're missing out. You're like 10 steps behind. So it's, um, yeah, I'm very similar to you, Erica. I think it's a big opportunity for companies and a no-brainer, yes. and it should be part yeah. of every online strategy, especially yeah. in the B2B and uh, the B2C high-consideration industry. It's, um, yeah. As well, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so. and also um, for employee advocacy, it's, it's also relevant. And, um, and I have one client, the journalists look every week <laughs> what the client is sharing on the company page or personal profile. And then they take that extract and say, hey, this is what this executive wrote on LinkedIn. Yeah, or this is what we could see on the company page. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really powerful. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And uh, do you think that an, an in a LinkedIn page, so a business who has a LinkedIn page, does it influence the personal brand of their employees as well? Yes, it does. And most people don't know where and how. So on each business page, there has a tab called people. So when you click on people, you see like the CEO. If the CEO doesn't have a profile, the CEO is not there, which is not the best. <laughs> and then let, let's say um, um, you're a, a future potential um, client or a future potential employee. So you, you can search on that tab like recruiter or head of HR or head of sales or whatever. And, um, and then the first impression is really um, the most important one. It shows the profile picture. So always professional, always up to date. And this is so, so important and underestimated by everyone. So please, all the organizations, invest in your employees with um, professional profile pictures. And then the headline is shown. So if the headline is a quote from um, a well-known person, it's not the best. It should be the job title, the company name, and something in addition. So that's the first impression. Sometimes it doesn't show a profile picture. 
either they don't have one or the setting is wrong. Yeah, so, and then people click on the person and then they land on the personal profile, which is the personal branding, right? So it's really in-depth connected. And what is also really important, and people don't think about that as well mostly, they like a comment on a post on the company page. Yeah, it shows again the profile picture and a part of the headline. And you get clicks, and then you're like the head of HR. <laughs> you, you have a fun profile picture. You, your headline um, is not, you're not positioning yourself at its best and providing value um, to the job seeker. Like, what is the culture or for what talents they're looking for? These are all missed opportunities, and this is so important because boss is connected and the personal brand is really key. Or they reshare a post from the company play, page. Please don't do that all the time because then you're resharing, resharing. And if you do, please add at least one sentence and three hashtags. Why do you share it to your network? Add your um, positive opinion. Um, maybe something personal, not private. <laughs> and um, for example, you're pride, proud of the employer branding award, as an example. Yeah. And um, so, and then it's also, again, it's a company brand and employer brand. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I, I completely agree. It's, it's like giving the company a face, right? When you have a good page, it's one Nicely thing. said. Yeah, knowing who the people are that work at that company, who are you going to speak to when you're going to apply for a role or when you're going to buy their products or, yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, yeah. it's one of those things I always tell my clients as well, like when you start to build a strong page and you start to attract followers and get engagement, be aware that your employees are going to be more visible as well. So get them ready because otherwise you make this strong impression with your page, but then it all breaks down because the experience is less good when they go to the profiles of your employees, which is a pity when that happens. Yeah. And sometimes I share a post, um, let's say an interview with an employee or the CEO, um, then the tag, the CEO, the employee or whoever it is. And the profile doesn't have a profile picture. <laughs> it doesn't even say in the headline that they work for that company. And the profile is basic. It's not the best impression. And then I say, hey, please give them at least the top five advice. <laughs> you know, like a quick win, at least. Um, please educate and empower them because then they are an expert or, um, yeah, or the CEO positioning. And then they land on the person profile and it's like, we completely different and not a good first and professional impression. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and what does, what, what kind of role does a CEO or a C-level place when it comes down to like personal branding for employees and having a good LinkedIn page? Yeah. We know it's important, but how important is it? And what, what's the impact of not having a good personal brand as a C-level or a CEO in your opinion? Yeah. So first of all, if they are not found on LinkedIn and they don't have a present, all the competitors are ahead of the business in Formula One speed. So they are missing opportunities. They cannot be tagged. They cannot share their vision 
um, their goals, um, about the culture or an event they're speaking at, at the exhibition they are. And um, so it's sharing their vision, their voice, um, something personal, but again, not private. And they connect with um, their current clients, potential leads, um, they strengthen the brand and employer branding. Um, they attract talents as well. And yes, they do not have to work then. They just say, hey, there's a talent who is interested in the job and they hand it over to the um, recruiter team. And of course, they have a team they are supporting the CEOs. Yes, so it's not the CEO on its own doing everything. But some parts are critical that they do it authentically and um, they share their voice and, and they um, reply to some relevant contents because this is shared everywhere and well-received. Yes, and also the executives, if they don't have a profile, and they, I had some head of recruiters, they didn't have a profile or sales, but the employees did, the team. So yeah, they, they need to inspire others. They need to be a role model. This is so, so important also for employee advocacy, for example. And um, because when it comes top down, this is the best. But it can also start in the middle with one team. Marketing, HR, or sales, both are working well. But the best is top down from the CEO. Yeah, so um, at the moment, I have more and more CEO calls, also one um, next week, where the CEO doesn't have a LinkedIn presence. But I educate the HR team really in-depth on the company page and personal profile. So I will um, um, do a presentation and it will be an eye-opener and a nice conversation because they are investing in LinkedIn. They really need talents and strengthen their employer brand. And yeah, so the CEO, we would like to onboard him. So let's see. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of one of those situations. I, I was working at a, a big IT company and their CEO was um, at that time, Stephen Kelly. He was very active on LinkedIn. He had a team behind him, so it was not all his own work. But like from, from the way he was having a profile and being active, it looked really good and he was doing the right things. But what impressed me the most was that some of my colleagues came over and said, look, the CEO just liked my posts. Yeah. And that's incredible, right? Because those small things make such a big impact on employees that they're coming over to me with their phone showing me they got a like from the CEO. That's impressive. I mean, yeah. that should be the number one reason to do it, right? Because there's no better way to keep your people than giving them their, the, the feeling that they're being valued and that they're being seen. So it's incredible what it can yeah. do. Or when they also comment on the company page, That's for well. example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, the CEO takes the time and comments with adding value. Yeah, yeah. really yeah. With, with insights and keep the conversation. Yeah. 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 So, so when we talk about all of this, like personal branding, a good LinkedIn page, being present on LinkedIn, what does the future hold for us? How, how do you think it's going to change or not or grow or not? What are your thoughts and views on that, on the future? Okay. Um, it needs really a strategy which is clever and suits well to the company or um, um, the person. And then it needs to stand out professionally. 
with professional graphics that you um, yeah really stand out, like creating LinkedIn newsletters, for example, or smartphone videos with subtitles and really share the knowledge. Um, I think LinkedIn newsletters and um, smartphone videos <laughs> is, is what the trends are, but boss needs courage, getting out of the comfort zone, but also the team can help. You don't need to do everything on your own. And the LinkedIn newsletters are really amazing because when you launch the newsletter, all your followers will get an invitation to follow your newsletter on the personal profile. On the company page, it's the same. All the followers will get um, the newsletter so they can sign up. And then, of course, you should have immediately the first edition. <laughs> and then um, when you are a LinkedIn creator, um, you will have automatically the follow button instead of the connect button. So everyone who follows you, this is quite few. So we have now April and um, 2023. So a few weeks ago, um, LinkedIn created it as follow. So if someone follows me, LinkedIn says, um, sends immediately the next few seconds an invite. Would you like to subscribe to Erica's LinkedIn for Leaders newsletter? And you can gain um, really relevant followers, the ones who are really interested in your content and the newsletter. Um, they can be used for lead generation, for recruiting, so, so powerful. And um, yeah, you can share it in the email and, and speaking engagements, also on other social media platforms. And um, yeah, so you build a relevant community and you share your expertise and um, this is really powerful. So the ones they are doing it, they are ahead of all the others. Wow, yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing all those insights. I think uh, it's very useful for the people who are listening to understand that it's it's not rocket science, but it's super relevant and it's worth your time investing it into building a personal brand. So um, thank you so much, Erica, for being the first guest in this new uh, brand new podcast name. I should call it like that. But thank you so much for joining me and sharing all your, uh, your thoughts and insights. For the people who want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, they can find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> That's the place to be for me. <laughs> either on the personal profile, Erica with C, Kessler, or um, Erica Kessler LinkedIn for leaders. So that's the business page or the ones they are interested in um, or they love dogs or joyful dog life on LinkedIn as well. Yeah, I'll make sure I share that in the show notes as well for the people so they can click on it right away and visit you. But yeah, thanks for joining me today. Thanks for sharing all those insights and um We'll stay in touch via LinkedIn, I'm pretty sure. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for today. Thank you. It was a privilege. It was really um, interesting and nice. And I hope that you visit me um, this year, if possible, in um, Switzerland. Lucerne really nice. or Zurich would be nice to meet you finally in person after these uh, many years. Thank you so much. All the best to you. Joy and success. Thank you. You too. Um, yeah, and hope to you soon.
we meet again soon in person. Would be lovely. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Wendy. Thank you for listening to this episode of LinkedIn for Business, the podcast. Do you want to grow your business and use LinkedIn to do so? And you need some help to build a strong strategy or to get more results from your LinkedIn advertising pages or personal branding efforts? Feel free to reach out to me and find out how I can help you to grow your business. Thanks for listening and hopefully you tune in again for the next episode of LinkedIn for Business, the podcast.